Welcome to episode 117 of Flight Football and Anything Else. I'm Dave. And I'm Mike. How you doing, Dave? I am way better than most and probably better than everybody else. How are you? Ah, uh, very well, actually. I had something catchy to say that slipped my mind, but, um, you know, show you how well I am today. What did I do today? What did you do today, Mike? Went to church. Whoa! Yeah. Hallelujah! Yeah, hallelujah! hallelujah. Um, That's, I should have had that queued up. Yeah, it was. Uh, I, I got up. It was like it was eight oh five or whatever it was. No, it was seven fifteen. And I'm thinking to myself because I had a few beers with Grandpa Blackhawk at the Spirit Game and then at Beef O'Brady's afterwards. And I was like at seven fifteen. I kept thinking to myself, "Is it seven? Did we set the clocks ahead last night, or is it is it seven fifteen, seven fifteen, or is it really eight fifteen? Because we lose an hour this weekend." And then it was like, "Oh, whatever." Um, but anyway, so I got up, had two cups of coffee. Liz went to call her mom. They, that's her Sunday ritual. She calls yep. her mother in law every Sunday around nine thirty ish. Yeah. And I'm like, well. Fuck it. And I got up and took a shower. And I got there. It was like 11.01. But there were still people walking through the parking lot. I said, well, I'm not the only one that's late. So I the only... Um, God still loves you, Mike. Thanks. Yep. The church shook a little as I went in. I was like, whoa, what's going on? <laughs> I was here? actually thinking today. I'm like, I don't know. I got Maybe there was a little voice. Dave, I believe Mike <laughs> is going to church today. Ah. Uh, Again, then COVID, you know, so I'm sitting there with my envelope. The time when they normally collect it, my sister Caitlin and I would have a ritual on the uh, offering envelope. There was a, you know, a psalm, a passage, whatever. This current one was from Luke. I can't remember the chapter verse, but, and we would take turns reading sentences just real quietly. That was just our tradition. Sure. My younger sister and I had a church. And I'm like, did I, did I fall asleep here and I miss it or whatever? And then a guy that I work with actually was him and his wife were at church, and right near the end, he kind of looked back my direction. I held up the, I'm like, and he saw us in the lobby. So apparently, the number one COVID spreader is a guy with a bat sticking a basket in front of your face because now you got to just drop your offering right. in a basket on the way in. Right. <laughs> and then the other thing I, I do not like is the, 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 the Eucharist. You can't share in the blood of Christ anymore. Due to COVID? Oh, from, from the same cup? Right. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. I know, isn't that I know. part of the experience? I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, <laughs> afterwards, I went to 7 Eleven, got a bottle of Boone's Farm, and pounded it. <laughs> so, well, but, they didn't let you, they didn't have you do the. Nothing. Oh, at really? Saint, not at St. Thomas. It was, it, was, oh. you know, it, was, it was the body, and <laughs> get to stepping, pal. Oh, no. We've been, yeah, we've been doing uh, the blood of Christ for, I don't. Maybe maybe we stopped for a little while. Then you but get your own red solo you get your, Yeah, yeah. Well, it's not a solo. It's not a solo. It's a smaller, clear one. But maybe uh, it's maybe still it's a, not. In, maybe without me there, the last two years, the budget's just tanked. <laughs> that could be, you know. So, but uh, all right. Well, anyway, that's what I did today. So, Pastor and, Julie's proud of you. I'm sure. And so is my mom because my mom met Facebook messaged me at like quarter after twelve. So did you go? I said, Yeah, I made it. And she said, how'd you feel? And I responded back, how'd I feel? And a bunch of question marks. I'm like, good? So You always feel good about going to church. Well, yeah, sure. Yeah. I was disappointed with the music they played, though. That's the number one go-getter. 
Right. You know, the music. If they can drop some solid hits on you. Right. Then that's that, that's even there's clunkers today. So yeah, but so anyway, all right. Um, episode one seventeen donation. Hey, uh, we love those yep, donations. I love Thank the donations. You. Uh, the first two are actually from uh, somewhat new listener. Okay, James Daring. Uh, work with him. Oh, okay. And his Thanks, James. his son Nate. Is actually the brewmaster for Hunter's Homemade, which is a brew pub in Mount Pleasant. So the first two are from James via Nate, or, or I'm sorry, it would be from Nate via James. Gotcha. And then we have our friends at Spilling the Nachos, who episode 40 just dropped today. I've not listened to that yet. I am caught up, but I have not listened to 40. But that just dropped this morning, and Nate went on his ski trip. Bought me back, brought me back a six pack for us to try. Obviously, we just do one a piece, and yeah. next episode I'll drink the four. Okay, in, be, in between segments. <laughs> so um, we'll get to Nate's selection. So thanks, big dog. Thanks, Nate. Uh, that's the third selection. We'll get into that more. But anyway, the first selection. Good day, mate. From Hunter's Handmade Brew Pub in Mount Pleasant. Five point three percent, sixty four IBUs. Pint and it's got looks like the old hunt. It's Hunter's Brewery Ale House. It, oh. look, it looks like they're uh, um, the logo of the brew pub. Yeah. Oh, Austria. Good eye, mate. That's what Throw I another and, shrimp on the bobby. And I was going to say as we cracked that, I was going to say the I think the reason they went with the good a mate is is it a play on the Dumb and Dumber? No, it's. No. Um, let me pull it up as we cheers. Let's get this party right. started. We're both using the maple grill glasses. I'm using the uh, steel, and you're using the glass. So it might be a weird a little, cheers. A little ch- uh, thunk. Cheers. Yeah, cheers. Ooh, like the notes. Almost sweet. A good IPA flavor to this. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's what I was going to read. Uh, this IPA was was brewed with car- caramel and Vienna malt alongside Australian Vic Secret hops. Gotcha. So the Australian Vic <clears throat> Secret hops, I'm guessing, are what led to the name Good A Mate. I know I, I'm not a Cicerone or anything like that, but it was a, the notes are a little sweeter, but. It's more West Coast when it hits the. Yeah, it, but mallet. it's got on the notes. I'm getting that. You know this. There's no question because I I can't see the color of it in the in this uh, right. pewter glass. Right. This is pewter. Pewter no, silver. No, it's, it's, yeah, it's stainless. Stainless steel. Um. So I can't see the color, but on the first note, I I know for a fact it's an IPA. Yeah. Without question. So. Right. Uh, no. Very good. What have you been watching, David? Actually, this week, I've had a lot to watch. uh, Or I ended up watching a little bit more than I normally do. Um, I guess I'll go sci-fi geek first. Uh, The Adam Project with Ryan Reynolds. It's on Netflix. That's The only reason that's caught my eyes is because I'm a huge Ryan Reynolds fan, but I have not watched it yet. It's pretty standard Ryan Reynolds. It's good. Um, Is it Netflix or Disney Plus? Netflix. Oh, I thought it was Disney Plus. Maybe no wonder I couldn't find it. Yeah. 
So Netflix, um, so sci-fi, action, comedy. There's some pretty deep family rooted. It's kind of it, actually it belongs on Disney Plus if you want my honest opinion from the standpoint of the messages that it kind of comes through with. Um, there's some warm and fuzzy parts there. I mean, shoot, he even has some warm and fuzzy parts in Deadpool. Oh yeah. So I mean, it, sure. it's kind of, it's it's actually. Have you seen Guardians of the Galaxy, the yes. Marvel? Okay. Yeah. Did you like it, or was it okay? As far as uh, that genre goes, yeah, it okay. was tolerable. For All me. right. So there's some there's some Guardians of the Galaxy elements to it. I won't spoil it. Um, that I really really like because Guardians is kind of one of my favorite um, parts of the Marvel universe. But um, but yeah, I mean it, it was very. Very Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. Uh, you got Mark Ruffalo in there, who's another Marvel. He's he's the one that plays the Hulk in the Marvel universe. Yep. And then Jennifer Gardner. And uh, again, they must have. I don't know how Netflix got a bunch of Marvel people, but Zoe um, Solana. Did I pronounce that right? She plays uh, Gamora uh, in Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. So yeah, I mean it's good. It's really good. It's entertaining. Especially for somebody like me that likes the Marvel superhero sci-fi stuff. So, the other one was Vikings Valhalla. I think that's a Prime, isn't it? I've seen the. I'm not sure what it's on, but I've seen. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. I, and it's. Uh, I guess there's a. It's a true, true to life. I mean, at least their interpretation of what happened uh, with uh, some of the the Vikings and Eric the Red's kids, you know, coming back to Norway. Etc. Etc. Uh, if you like the Viking kind of stuff, and then I got to mention, like Shelly and I watched three episodes last night. We we're just looking for something to, to watch and to do together, and uh, inventing Anna. So that one, I mean, you said you watched part of it. No, we Liz and I finished it. Oh, we, you did. I, I think we actually finished it. So just before, or maybe at, at, after a night in Rome. Okay. But yeah, we have finished that. So Julia Gardner, who is no relation to Jennifer Gardner in the Adam project, but Julia Garner's the one we said that played, uh, Ruth Long, uh, Langmore from Ozark. Right. Yes. And it's like, I I agree that accent that she tries. I don't know what's going on with that accent. And at first it's kind of annoying, but then, but then the story is so like, you you just want to get to the next, Like, where is this going to get to? And the fact that I don't think if it was if it was a made up story, if it was fictional, I don't think I would I don't think I would have gotten through the second episode. But the fact that it's a true, true story, except for the parts that they made up. Right. Just to keep it interesting for television. But not to interrupt you there, but that's the only part that I I get frustrated with series like that. Much like I said, when we were talking about the Rome vacation and I was like, well, is this real or is this, you know, blah, 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 just the real thing. How did these real? I don't care, men or women. Sure. You know, yeah, yeah. A man or woman in a position of power of a good zillion dollar company. How were they duped by somebody with nothing? And, and, and Va- the character Val, I don't know who plays him. I think that's where they tried to explain when the when the writer interviewed Val. Val was saying, "Are you kidding me?" And he looked at the writer and just basically destroyed what she was wearing, you know, mm. and, and, and came out and said, you know, blah, 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 and your seams are this, and yeah. things aren't lining up, and you clearly bought that at Walmart. Yeah. You know, but she is like, 
everything she wears, everything she does, everything she says is like spot on. There's nothing that I can see. Look at her and say she's fake. Everything. But is- at some point, you got to see the money. You know, when when a right uh, when the head of the like that billion dollar bank yeah calls overseas and says, "Hey, I need that cashier's check." And you wouldn't think it would be he would be that gullible when the guy just says, "Oh yeah, I sent it." Oh, okay. Yeah, we're only talking twenty million dollars. So, okay, as long as you said you did. But yeah. So anyway, but anyway, go on. But but I mean, these other people. Uh, catch me if you can. Um, it was a movie. Uh, Tom Hanks, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio about uh, Frank Abagnale Jr. Totally real person. Uh, he ran away from home at the age of seventeen, and before he was nineteen years old, he was a Pan Am pilot. He was a um, graduated from Harvard and was a, a what is he a pediatric doctor, and then he was also he passed the bar in Louisiana and was a lawyer. Now you know the other two things he faked he faked the diplomas he faked the, the all the ID stuff whatever but apparently he actually passed the bar and he studied for like a month or whatever passed just went and took the bar so. There's people on this planet walking around that are geniuses that have photographic memory, like uh, Anna Delaney, uh, Del- yeah. Delvey. Yeah, Delvey. Yeah, Delvey, sorry. Like Anna Delvey that claim to have, I mean, photographic memory, and they're just, they're super fucking smart. They just, you know, they, they get into this spot where they're, who's the guy you said was uh, that they almost gave money to to buy the NHL hockey team? John Spanos. Yeah, same yeah. deal, right? I mean, I think people sometimes in power, um, they're busy. They'd like things to happen. And if they even in the back of their mind think, well, this, you know, there's a red flag here. There's something wrong. But if they've already kind of taken two steps forward, they don't want to admit they were wrong and take two steps back. I don't know. And uh and what, uh, which role do you find your accent sexier? Ozarks with that redneck oh. <laughs> trailer park southern draw or I, the cross between the German and Russian? Yeah, at least I know what the 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 Ozark, you know, the redneck draw, I, I, I at least I understand and recognize that and it's a thing as opposed to whatever she's doing with that Russian-German, okay. European accent. I think accent. she's sexier with the Russian-German, but... And she's much better looking the way she's made up in Inventing Anna than she is in Ozark. Oh, That's yeah. by design, though. I mean, no, she's sure. living in a trailer in Ozark, so. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I guess I would go with the, the Ozark one, maybe. Because I would if I was talking to her and she was talking in that, in that Russian, German, European accent, I'd be constantly just, like, squinting, going, what are you doing? <laughs> what what that, is that? Yeah, because it, it wore on you. But like I say, I think she pulled it off because she was so good looking, but... Um, but, so that's it. That's what I was. I got. So, so you're in through this week. three, or you guys watched that three episodes? Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It, you got to watch it, and then that's the only thing Liz, Liz and I watched together. We ripped through an eight part. So you got to invest nearly eight hours because each episode is probably forty eight to fifty four minutes. Uh. It was, Including bath bre- bathroom breaks and snack time, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, what I just had up uh, there, pieces of her. It's on Netflix. It's you know, I'm not going to give it a thumbs down. Not going to give it a thumbs up. I'd have to give it to steal from the the former podcast. Uh, Don't forget the popcorn. 
I'd probably go a two bucket. It's watchable, but it's one of those. I mean, a lot of times when we're watching stuff, you know, she's on her iPad, I'm on my phone, but we're watching. Sure, multitasking. This one, you almost have to put the phone down because it's weird how it develops. So you got to be paying attention, and it's like uh, inventing Anna and many others. That must be the new thing in uh, Hollywood these days where so you're watching it present day and then all of a sudden the next scene is like who are these characters and then it, it takes a second to click and it, okay that was her as a girl so every, sh every show you're watching yeah. now almost has different time periods set in so um yeah again you know so if you have eight hours available it's i'm not going to give it like i said i'm not going to say run right out there and watch it but and then the what the what I watched on my own, they were all on Prime. I won't get the titles right, but one was a, a doc on Jimmy Hoffa, one was a doc on Doc Holiday, and one was uh, True Secrets of uh, the uh, American Gangsters. I, I don't really understand why they named the title that because there was no secrets about it. But it was, <laughs> and they were interesting. Were they ruthless? Um, yeah, they showed some ruthless stuff in it, but... No, I'm the, just saying there, there weren't any secrets to it. You were saying it was a joke. I mean, I'm just saying, like... Oh, know, I, yeah, I got... But, yeah, but it was just... Like, I was thinking, like, secrets, like Al Capone, you know, wore women's underwear or something. That would be a secret <laughs> of an American gangster. Yes, it would. So, anyway, what I found interesting about those three things, it's as you're watching it, it's almost like... You don't teach this at school, but let's say you were a theater teacher. Yeah. And these almost would be like docu documentaries that some of your students would turn in for their final exam. They're not they're not done poorly, but it's just like, this doesn't even look like it should be on TV. <laughs> but anyway, I watched it. They are all like 45 minutes. They were kind of Like it was low-budget produced right. kind of thing, yeah. You know, the Al Capone one was interesting, uh, but they still don't know what happened to him. So yet another, sh and just like the JFK, you can watch JFK stuff till you're blue in the face, and at the end of the at the end of the day, nobody knows what happened to him. Right. Well, they know he got his head blown off. <laughs> they don't know exactly who or who why. or where. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, and then one final thing. Yeah. It's, it's on right now. Currently, you and I are watching recording segment one of episode 117 of Flight Football and Anything Else. Follow us on Twitter at EpodFFA. If you listen on Spotify, go ahead and make sure you rate the podcast. Rate it whatever you want, one through five. Just rate it. And iTunes, leave a comment. And then somebody will be able to retrieve the comments. I can't. Um, because actually, my family has abandoned me, Dave. Even my oldest son, Justin. Yeah. He, oh, he went he, to he, iPhone. Yep. The three of them yesterday were due for an upgrade because they leased their phone. I don't. So all three of them had the Apple 13. Okay. And I'm I'm the only one in the household with the Droid. <laughs> so. Oh, anyway. Yeah. What's on the March Madness bracket selection show? My how cheer. It was kind of like this even pre-COVID. But. Th I mean, this used to be like Christmas to me. I mean, this was a big day. Right. You know, you, you know, I would go over to uh, uh, Fisher's house or Jim Bradley's house and, you know, we'd get some beer. You know, if it was Bradley's house, a little tent of Copenhagen. 
and you know, we'd sit down and we'd watch, we'd have our brackets there, and, and we'd actually manually fill out the brackets as we go, and then we, you know, we'd do our first, I would already have two brackets filled out, say, 10 years ago. Right. And then, you know, those would be the, you know, my hard-pressed thought-out brackets. Um, and as of now, I'm not even doing a bracket challenge. I might have, hold a contest on the pod, not pick by pick, because that's going to be too much to keep track of, but like, hey, send us your final four. And total points in the championship game, and maybe there'll be another gift card out there. We'll probably announce that either second or third segment tonight, because the tournament does, in fact, start Tuesday. Right. So. Yep. Um, but yeah. So and yeah, we have it on in the background, but it's just. So what not, happened to Christmas? It's just I, I still celebrate Christmas, but the the selection show is just it's like uh, President's Day. <laughs> I mean, it's just like okay, well. <laughs> I'm going to work on President. Actually, President's Day is usually Monday, so I have Mondays off. So that was a bad example. So yeah, I, I always tell everybody I went. President. So it's just something, something about it just kind of lost its luster. Yeah, it just yeah. You know, you, you know, you get older, more shit happens. Yeah, and and honestly, I think what happened, uh, the way you know, the one and dones, you you don't get the you know, the the rivalries right. of you know. Teams that you know, because maybe the Duke Carolina yeah, yeah, that players that sense. would stay for four years and be like, "Wow, this is a great fucking game." And really, if you if you watch any games in college basketball, it's clear out and let me shoot as deep a three as I possibly can. And there nobody there. It's just it's a weird or dunk, yeah, or or a dunk. But nobody works the ball. And again, I'm sounding like the <laughs> you kids stay off my lawn, but it, it's just. I just yeah, don't. It's different. The, yeah, yeah. The, I don't have the, you know, yearning for it as I once did. Gotcha. So, gotcha. Yeah. Anyway, but I do have a yearning for beer. So what do you say we rate Good A Make from Hunter's Handmade? I say that's a great idea. You're up first. I like the IPA because, like I say, you just you know you're just drinking an IPA. It could be a. Long night afterwards, but dare I say this is a, could be a good lawn mow, lawn, lawn mowing beer. <laughs> Hell, I, I haven't even started lawn mowing. I'm already slurring my words. It got the IPA flavor, right? Five point three percent. I think you could get most of your lawn done before you started feeling the effects. Yeah, I agree. I'm going to give it a nice triple three. Triple three. Yep. 3.33 for those scoring at home. All right. Well, I was right there with you. Uh, I had You saw me writing it down before you gave your rating, so I wasn't biased by you. So I had a 3.45 for a lot of the same reasons that you did, so I won't reiterate them. It's, it, it is. It's a refreshing IPA. All right. Um, all right. Uh, this one... I, it, it was brewed on February 1st of 22. I'll check the date of the next selection because only 18 check-ins. But, Feb, you know, February 1st, shit, that's only a month and a half. Right. So 18 check-ins on, on tapped, and those 18 people, the score averages out to a 3.94. All right, Dave. Well, our second tasting, as I mentioned, another uh, selection from Hunter's Homemade, Well, you know what that means, Dave. Well, no, nobody should know what it means because it's the first time I fucking did it. But every time you hear that sound effect, yeah. you know you're going to be put on the spot. All right. And I'm going to hit you with a, uh, and that's going to be our 
cue that we're about to do a how close you listen are you paying attention, Dave segment. Oh God, okay. I'm, gonna, I'm know, ready. You struggled last week. You were over two. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna so, I'm gonna serve you up a softball here before okay. we get into our second tasting. You know, every time you say that, I don't get it right. All right. So now you're familiar with the song "Don't Stop Believing" by Journey, correct? I yes. Okay. In the bar that's mentioned in the song. Okay. What two things does he smell? Now, their general sense, S-E-N-T-S. Not, you know, so don't give me right. vanilla and lavender. They're not that specific of sense. But what two things does he smell in that bar? Wine and cheap perfume. Oh, there we go. I, like I said, I had to give you a fucking <laughs> softball because you struggled with Got the it. first two. All right. I'm, so. I'm done. I'm done. I'm quitting while I'm right. ahead. Well, See anytime ya. you hear that siren, you got to be ready. You got to be ready to go. So, um, and I, I might not spell it out, but like I said, I wanted you to get on the board. I wanted you to get some confidence in yourself, yeah. you know, <clears throat> and, and go from there. Just like when your pitcher is struggling, yeah. you know, you, you let him face a hitter that's old for 16. You know, right. you're hoping well, you can get I'm going to have to start wearing some antiperspirant or something <laughs> like that if you're going to start doing that shit. All right. So, anyway. Sec, our second tasting, Sticky Orange, 5.2%, 25 IBUs. And I believe Sticky Orange is an ale. I didn't write it down. And we'll, we'll get, well, let's see if we can tell. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure yeah. I saw it was an ale. It's not an IPA. Like I said, we're not Cicerones, but you know what, Mike? After almost 400 tastings, we've got to have. Actually, James wrote it down for me. I don't even have to get on the computer. It's an amber ale. All right. And yeah, we probably would have been able to figure that out on the pour. <laughs> so it's I'm going out of the Austin Brothers glass. You're going out of the Hopalot. Oh, there's there's caramel. Yeah, a little bit of orange. That yeah, the orange is that's good on that because that's actually in the description, on untapped. The, the, and the in the orange, name. Yeah. Oh yeah. Good. <laughs> uh, yeah. Because I, I was going by Sticky O. I like what yeah. they wrote on the can because oh, I was sticky, thinking of something yeah. else. Oh, it is it is Sticky O on the can. But, yeah, yeah, Sticky Orange. Oh, there's a lot going on there. That's good. Yeah. That's almost a... Mm-hmm. They, this was brewed on January 26th of 22. And... This could easily be hmm. Thanksgiving to New Year, don't you think? Isn't there, isn't oh, there yeah, like, yeah. A, like a nutmeg taste it to really, that? It really, yeah. It's got a, I know it says it's a sticky orange, but it almost, it does have a fall kind of a flavor to it. Let me see if I can't pull that up when we, all right, so sports. Kick it off with sports, Dave. Uh, baseball. Well, yep, they've got hey, a contract, supposedly. Oh, uh, that's done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a done deal. All right. And they Opening day was pushed to, I want to say it's April 13th or 14th. All games are going to be played. So even though they said those were canceled games, ah, just pretending, they are going to play all 162, you know, well, assuming there's no more right. rainouts or, you know, whatever. Correct. And I got it, I left it on, okay, so the um, April 7th, the season starts. And the main things that were switched, the minimum salary – 2022, $700,000, and it goes up for the, the five years, the length of the contract, the minimum salary goes up $20,000 a year for five years. 
So 700, 727, 47, 60, $780,000. So... Uh, the first year increase is the largest single year increase in history, nearly five times larger than the 27.5 increase uh, of the prior CBA. The competitive balance threshold goes from two, $230 million to $244 million. Uh, Pre-arbitration bonus pool, I'm not even going to try to pretend that I know what that means. And then we had the the draft. The other thing that came out of it, the draft lottery. The top six selections will be awarded via lottery. So therefore, you know that kind of eliminates tanking. Although I don't really baseball tanking is not really as prevalent as the other sports. But now you can't just say, well, we'll just lose all our games and get the best picks because now six teams are going to have a chance for that pick. No, that's that's yeah. Is that one of the things they really fought for, or is that just kind of a bonus out of the... I don't know. I didn't pay that close attention to it. And then uh, beginning in 20... This is the one that I did, I'm not really... Because the owners wanted rule changes. Players didn't. Beginning in 2023, a committee comprised of four active players, six members appointed by MLB, and one umpire will be tasked with adopting changes to playing rules such as pitch clock, base size, defensive positioning, and automatic ball strike zone. I'm going to go I'm going to be I thought size didn't matter. Well, yeah, that's what I always say. <laughs> I'm a big I'm the biggest proponent of size doesn't matter. But if the one thing that there's two things in this that are really baffling to me. Not really baffling is not really the right word, but Number one, what? Who gives it seriously about? I mean, we made it, we just joked about it, but who gives a fuck about how big the base is? It, it, there's no, it, is, if that's safety related, they should just fucking stop playing competition because they're they're gonna be, there, there could be injuries in anything you do. So yeah, I mean, they, I mean, why do you need a bigger base or a smaller? That that's dumb. To, to I don't like that. But the one that will humiliate. God, I'm really struggling episode 117 with my choice of words. Why would it humiliate me? It wouldn't fucking humiliate me. The one thing that would piss me off, the automatic ball strike zone, I may stop watching baseball. Period. Oh, yeah, Period. yeah, yeah. That's exactly. No, I, 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 I know, agree. I, it, otherwise, you know what? They should just simulate the game. Well, hey, computer said the Blue Jays beat the Twins 7-4. Hey, thanks for, you know, you wouldn't even need to get out of your car. You'd say, hey, okay, hey, we won 7-4. Let's go back home. And yeah. you say the automatic ball strikes is stupid. So, um, you know, that's the beauty of the game. And even players don't mind bad strike zones as long as it's a bad strike zone for both teams. It's consistent. And it's from yeah. inning one to inning nine. Right. They can look because a, a, a major league hitter will say, okay, you're gonna, I'll hit a pitch that's low and away if you're going to call it a strike. I'll just make, but it's got to be a strike every time. Right. So, but the 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 uh, automated one that sucks, and then other details. Universal designated hitter. I like it. I know a lot of people don't because oh, the, the, you know, just extending the careers or something. But you know what they say: the hardest thing to do is hit a baseball. Oh yeah, for sure. David Ortiz, Edgar Martinez, really couldn't play any defensive position. They could certainly fucking hit. Right, and to tell me those guys don't belong in baseball is is, is kooky talk. <laughs> it's kooky talk, if you will, Dave. 
and it's like so you know and it, oh, it takes out the strategy of the man how many people are actually fucking aware what a double switch is What's a double switch, Mike? <laughs> Are you serious or no? No, I'm serious. Okay, well, a double switch is in the, like, okay, so in, in, the, in the National League, the manager goes out to make a pitching change, but in his team's next at bat, the pitcher is due second. So what he does is he brings a defensive player in for the pitcher, puts him in right field, and then brings another pitcher in for the right fielder. So now in the next inning, the second position is the right fielder he brought in. It's not another pitcher where he's got to burn another player. Gotcha. And it's like, which is, which is it, it, it is a decent strategy, but there's nobody that's fucking at the game like going this way. Like, oh, honey, you know, dear, what's wrong? Well, you seem so nervous. I just hope I see a couple double switches today because that really makes my day. Nobody wants to see that. With the old ESPN coined the phrase, chicks dig the long ball. You know, right, right, and that's right, what right. Edgar Martinez and David Ortiz did. So universal, thumb, universal DH, double thumbs up, automated balls and strikes, double thumbs, thumbs down. down. And so. there's been a couple of pitchers that, are, that have been decent hitters right. in the past. Yes. But categorically, that's not the case. Um, correct. Which is weird because usually, uh, you know, the pitchers in high school are typically the best. Shortstops and pitchers are typically your best players at lower levels. Right. So why, if you was a hitter as a 14-year-old, why can't he hit in the big leagues? I know because he stops focusing on it and whatnot. But anyway, and the other thing that they want to do, I'm not a fan of it, but it almost seems like a quitter's mentality is they want to ban the shift. And it's like, well, why doesn't the hitter just learn to hit the other way? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, what you know? It's like, right. oh man, you know, because I mean, it's weird. The analytics of the, I'm not an analytic. I'm a. I would have rather have my manager be a gut manager, right? And like, go with the hot hand. But the way the game's played today is all analytics, right? Well, and in, it's any a, sport, right? and it's that, amazing yeah. how often like you you see, all right, base. Oh, fuck's not a base hit. They had their second baseman in short to mid right field. <laughs> fuck, he threw him out from right field. It's like, how the fuck did they know he's going to hit it there? Well, the analytics. Yeah. So, in my opinion, is it's up to the hitter to go the other way. Yeah, I mean, don't I, don't say, well, we're, hitters can't adapt, so change the rule. <laughs> so, anyway, that, that, would, that would be baseball. The, that would be the hallmark of a quote-unquote, great hitter. Exactly. If you can, uh, oh, they're going to do this to me? Fuck you, I'm going the other way. Um, but best news of all, at the Fishman 8, and I, and I can call him at the Fishman 8 because he was back on Twitter today. He, he, he like, jumps on and jumps off for Fish, certain things. Come on. But our uh, annual Cleveland trip is back on. But a stunning side note to that is... I was on StubHub because the Indians' home opener now is Friday, April 15th, which is Good Friday, also Jackie Robinson Day, the first ever home game of the Cleveland Guardians, and StubHub, I shit you not, has six tickets available for that game. And that's never, that's what, people do that for a living, actually. Well, I don't know about a living. They do it to make additional money perhaps a living, I don't know, is buy tickets to sell them. And what games do you want to sell? 
uh, opening day, playoffs, sure. yeah. uh, the, the game where Joe Schmo may hit his 799th home run. You know, the, you know, those are the games you want ticket, and then because it's the old law of supply and demand. So I get it's the first ever game by the Guardian, but nobody wants to make money because they're literally, and it must be one six. person has six tickets available in the fucking bleachers, which are $12 seats, and he's selling them for $999 a ticket. And they not, I, told, I told Fish, I said, well, I guess our streak's over because I'm not paying $1,000 for a fucking bleacher seat. Right. I'd have a hard time play, paying $1,000 for, like, Club seats where you're, you know, you're, you're right. getting a you know, hand job from the manager in between innings. I'd, I'd probably do it, though. But there ain't no fucking way I'm spending a grand on a bleacher seat. You know, so, you know, the trip will be over. I cannot figure out why there's no ticket. Yeah, every, okay, Jackie Robinson Day, first game ever. I get that. I get why it sold out. That's right. not my question. But why wouldn't there be more people yeah. willing to make Exactly. Bank? Thank you. Yeah. Because this dumb fuck who's selling this, if somebody pays nine ninety nine for a bleacher seat, they should be shot. <laughs> and then Fish, ever being the comedian, he says, well, it is Good Friday. Maybe somebody's hoping to see a resurrection. <laughs> so, anyway, um, that was baseball. So, uh, if that was baseball, this segment could be two hours. <laughs> maybe. What about, your, what about your Bears? What were they thinking? Mm. Well, if you... If you Go back onto uh, Anchor or Spotify, iTunes, however you listen to Flights Football or anything else, and go the time frame of the football season. I think I made the statement the Bears should trade Khalil Mack because Khalil Mack had been on a milk carton multiple times, even when he was on the field. Last couple of years, he's missed games with injuries. Hey, it's a violent game, whatever. For those for those of our listeners, being on a milk carton means he was missing. Like, yeah, he, 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 he was, yeah, he was missing. <laughs> he was missing. So... Uh, so I said trade him. Now, I and they did trade him this week. They yeah. traded him to Los Angeles Chargers. For a second round, sixth round. And I, I honestly didn't think they were going to give the fucking guy away. Right. They got a second rounder this year and a sixth rounder in 2023. And if that wasn't bad enough, according to Pat McAfee on the Pat McAfee show, the Bears are on the hook for like $20 million still. So it's like, why in the fuck are you paying the guy and getting nothing in return? If they'd have got two first, two seconds, they gave up fucking two first rounders for him. And now they're going to get a second and a sixth and pay the guy? And you got both <laughs> on one end and Mac on the other. I mean, the Chargers, I see why the Chargers made the deal. Right. And I understand why the Bears got rid of Mac yeah. to a degree, but it's like, <laughs> At least make San Diego pay the – Now, I don't know another – you know, maybe that's not the way it works in the NFL. But you would think the Bears could say, well, no, you're paying them or you're not getting them. Or is the standard now, is it the, is it the, the Lions trade? Do you know what I mean? Like trading away one of your best players yeah. for the, everything and the kitchen sink. Right. Do you know what I mean? Well, and well, speaking. Or are you thinking about going and being a Lions fan now since you're wearing your Honolulu blue today? No, I'm not. Definitely not going to be a Lions fan. <laughs> but um, speaking of trading away everything, what about the Broncos dealing for Russell oh, Wilson, yeah, 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 yeah. who I thought looked old last year, and he he personally single handedly sunk one of my fantasy teams. Yep. He's 33 years old or whatever, and the the Broncos gave up. Basically, what the Bears gave up for Cleo Mack to get Cleo Mack, I think I don't like that deal for the Broncos. 
Because it looked to me like Russell Wilson, I mean, he's undersized to begin with, yeah. and he's getting older. Right. So yeah, maybe he, the, doesn't maybe have, he doesn't have DK Metcalf to throw to. No. No. Yeah, it'll, no, that'll be interesting whether that pans out or not. And our final football move, it's going to sound like I'm insensitive to the mental health, mental awareness world we live in, but if ever you should claim mental health, it's right now for Calvin Ridley. How fucking dumb is this guy? Last year he stepped away, oh, I got I to gotta get my head right, I got to get my mental health. Okay. Personally, like I said about that tennis, Osaka or whatever her name is, and... Um, the uh, gymnast from the United States. Mm-hmm. I personally think that is used. Uh, I think it's a cop out. I I, I think because because really if that's if that is truly a case, there there should be nobody in the world working because we all have fucking mental mental stress, mental, mental fatigue. A little how oh, fuck you know. What about the person that's like, fuck man, how am I fucking gonna pay my fucking mortgage? God damn it! Just spent fucking five grand on. Fucking cheap cocaine, motherfucker. Oh, fuck. What about that guy? <laughs> that guy should never work because he's got a lot of mental pressure on him. So anyway, yeah. so yeah. so Kevin, he's got to step away from the game. Okay, cool. Whatever. Hey, let's all support it. Let the, let's get your mind right. I'm all for it. Whatever. Hey, thumbs up. Everybody gets a trophy, thumbs up. But yet, the dumb son of a bitch is going to bet on football, and that's the first fucking thing they tell rookies. When you come in, you can't bet. You don't bet on no, fucking he, yeah, games. Oh, yeah, they, they have to go through that whole training, professional development <laughs> stuff, and yeah, exactly. And not only this, this guy's wagering on shit that he, with all the bets, I'm not going to read the whole article for you guys, but you can read, you can just Google it and find out, but... Um, Ridley placed 33 additional wagers on sports and leagues that totaled $32,000. Of those wagers, Ridley profited $2,744. And now he's suspended this year, and he would have made like 10 fucking million. Doesn't make any sense. Now, this is when he's got to cry in mental health. It's like, oh, man, I was batshit crazy. I didn't know what I was doing. Because he, 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 he risked $10 million for twenty seven hundred. Now even me with the losing record I have on FanDuel, I know that's a bad bet. Holy fuck! How dumb is this guy? Yeah. It, well, I mean, I, one I, of the best wide receivers in the game until he walked away, and then he starts betting on a team that he knows is illegal, and he's not even fucking making any money on it. Yeah, I mean, I, it, it makes no sense. You're right. He, he probably could claim it, and it would be a the fact that he had to claim it the prior year. It might make a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, you know, that to me, that is one of the most baffling, bizarre stories in, in the history of mankind because it just does not make any sense. And like I said, now is when the time he should cry for help because that was just pure yeah. idiocy. Yeah. Is that a word? Yeah, sure. Sure, it is, it is on episode 117 of the pod. So, um, yeah. What else in football? We talked Wilson, talked Mac, talked Ridley. I don't think there's that was anything the, else. That was the big stuff this yeah, last so, week. Um, then we got March Madness. Oh, before we get any further, we wanted to do this right at the start of the pod. Mm-hmm. But did we cover off on the Monday listeners listening on Tuesday? I don't know if we did. Okay, so anyway, episode 118 for our loyal Monday listeners will not be available till Tuesday morning. 
Dave has got to go to Chicago for a uh, work conference Friday, Saturday, comes home Sunday, Sunday night. We were going to do it Thursday so you could get your Monday morning listen. But on St. Patrick's Day, my oldest and I are going to the Fillmore to see, um, I can't remember the, the first band, but they do have a good song, uh, Hollywood Undead and Papa Roach at the Fillmore in Detroit. So episode 118 will be available Monday night, Tuesday morning. So what else? I know there was one other thing in the sports world, Dave, that we wanted to talk about. And what is it, though? Hmm. Uh-oh. 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 You know what time that is, Dave? Come on, man. All right. All right. So, you know, since we're talking sports, another softball. All right. John Fogarty's center field. Yep. I need to know where he is on the base pass and what color are his eyes. Uh, I don't know this one. Uh, the journey one I had, I, I've got those, I've got those uh, lyrics memorized. But this one, um, nope. Um, it's gonna take too long. I'd have to go from start to finish, and uh, uh, I'm not uh, gonna get it, Dave. All right, I'll give our listeners a couple seconds to think of it. Tom Brady announces he is returning to the Buccaneers this season. Well, I was correct and said he would unretire, but I said he would go to the Patriots. But he's coming back to the Buccaneers. That just came across on the ESPN scroll. So for those of you who stopped watching ESPN after 7 o'clock on Sunday and listened to us on Monday morning, there was breaking news by flight football and anything else. Tom Brady announces, fuck this retirement, I'm coming back. <laughs> <laughs> One of the shortest retirements in the history of retirement. But anyway, around and third, heading for home. It's a brown-eyed, handsome man. So okay, brown eyes. Between third and home, yep. brown eyes. Damn. All right, you're one for three, Dave, on the old how, how close you're paying attention, Dave. Um, that's I think that's all the sports. Uh, let's go with the contest here. All right. S- since we're talking sports, not going to do brackets. Dave and I will post on our Facebook. All listeners can comment. Go to your, uh, these past two months I've realized my place is still on the field and not in the stands. That time will come, but it's not now. I love my teammates and I love my supportive family. They make it all possible. I'm coming back for my 23rd season in Tampa. Unfinished business, LFG. What does LFG stand for? Let's fucking go. (laughs) You can't stump me, Tom. But it's not really his 23rd season in Tampa. His 20, you know. But anyway, so yeah, breaking news here on flight football and anything else. God damn, too bad we're not live. Um, Anyway, we'll put a post out on Facebook. There'll be another gift card to a local restaurant to be determined. Look at the bracket. Give your final four. Your champion, total points in the tiebreaker. It total, total points in the tiebreaker will be closest to... Fuck it, you can go over. If, if you go over and one person's 12 under, one person's 12 over, there'll be two winners. Final four, champion, total points in the championship game. The, the post will be out on our Facebook page. All you got to do is comment on the page with your picks, and you'll be entered, entered to win it. So... 
Um, and more than likely in my final four, I'm going to have the Bryant Bulldogs and the Longwood Lancers. <laughs> right? I never even heard of those two fucking schools, Dave. <laughs> I haven't either. I don't know. Yeah, it's a mystery. Like, like I don't know. It's not like we haven't watched college basketball, or it's not like we haven't watched the March Madness stuff in years past, and then these schools are coming out of where? I don't know. Yeah. The Bryant Bulldogs. Well, they may actually. Well, technically, they're in it. Isn't Bryant between, like, Hemlock and Chesnick? Yes. Yeah? I don't know. Oh, that's Brant. Yeah, Brant. Okay. Yeah, Bryant somewhere though. <laughs> All right, how about we uh, rate Sticky O? Let's do it. Uh, I'm first, correct? Yep. All right. Uh, I'm going three point six five. All right. And I'm wondering if between James and Nate, they sandbag. Although if they sandbagged us, they sandbagged on tap because this is what's on on tapped as well. These drink more than 5.2 and 5.3%, in my opinion. Mm. I, I think there's some, you know, a they're little... Right there. It a little like more kick. Ba- yeah, there seem like they're... And a little more kick. Using your theory of rating from last week... Right. Which I really gave you the double thumbs up and said I really like how you do it. Appreciate that. Um, this is, in my opinion, and I'm not just blowing smoke up uh, Nate's ass here... This is one of the better amber ales oh, for, yeah. I, I've tasted. So I'm going to give it a 388. So, yeah, this is, this is, I actually would like this, the holiday season. I There's right almost that campfire warming effect to it. it this is delicious. Um, all right, we'll see now this one. And on, on tap, 388, so, you know, infinite, not infinitely, 370 <laughs> more check-ins than Good Day, mate. Uh, 388 check-ins. You, were, you damn near hit it spot on. I was a little bit over, but on tap has it at 3.66. Hey. All right. Third and final tasting. Ah, time flies when you're having fun, David. Woohoo! Um, lots. We have the up. Hop Up North IPA, an Imperial Red Double from Beard Brewery in the Kansas Charlevoix, Michigan. Untaps us Petoskey. How close are Petoskey and Charlevoix? Are they like pretty close, Pre- uh, very close? But this one says visit uh, visit our pub in Petoskey on the can, and then it says down at the bottom, carefully crafted crafted by Beard Brewery LLC in Charlevoix, Michigan. Oh, so the pub is in Petoskey, the brewery's in Charlevoix. That's how close they are. Okay. I think it's something like, somebody's going to correct me. Maybe this is a corrections corner. I'm going to guess they're about 15 to fifteen to 20 miles apart. And again, like as I mentioned at the start of the pod, this is courtesy of our friends at... And I apologize, Nate, if you want me to... If I'm giving Tommy undue credit, because I know you got this when you were up there on your ski trip. So if Tommy had nothing to do with this, give him a big fuck you... That he didn't give shit to the pot. But anyway, <laughs> I'm going to credit our fine friends at uh, Spilling the Nachos. Episode 40 was just released, as I mentioned earlier. Um, Nate brought this to me. And uh, it's m- more than just a beer. It's a summons. Come join up. Come join us and raise a glass. Experience fall up north. The golden tree line along Little Travis Bay. The crunchy leaves beneath your feet. The blustery winds of change on your face. Taste it on your tongue. 
This sounds almost like a porn. <laughs> the spicy bite of rye. The soothing caramel malt-like putting on your favorite sweater. Sink into this imperial, imperial red. Fall is coming. Hop up north. That's definitely that's that is a good I, I intro knew, to a porn. I knew you were gonna go there. Um, I, knew, I knew the way you were reading it that that's uh, that's what that's the direction that was. Going. All right, eight percent zero or NAIBU. And by the way, Dave, you notice I had to put on my uh, cheaters. Yeah. To read that, and I did learn that at church. I wasn't in my normal seat. I was about four rows from the back, and I could not fucking read the prayer for peace or something. That they had on the board. Which again, Pastor Julie could help me with this one. How, so, how they, so? They, 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 we read a prayer, uh, I can't remember who it was. It was like Father Guido Sarducci or somebody. <laughs> I don't know who it was, but it was his prayer. I love that guy. It was his prayer for peace. Yeah. So, we're reading it. Well, now, obviously, like, Putin's not subscribing to that prayer so is our prayer that effective when the initiator of said attack yeah. has no interest in that prayer because I'm, I'm guessing putin didn't read that prayer oh, as I, you know I, I got you yeah who yeah that's that's a whole nother discussion all right that's another podcast so anyway yeah without further ado hop up north from beards brewery cheers courtesy of spilling nachos Mm, definitely another fall beer. Without question. Which is weird because we spring, we sprung ahead today on our time clocks. And we're reverting back to our fall beers on almost all, basically all, well, the first one really wasn't a fall beer. The first one was just your standard IPA. Right. On the first pull, I don't know how I'm going to feel about this one because there's definitely that conflict between right. a red and an, and an IPA. Yeah. And yeah. it, which which is going to win out? That's what you got to ask yourself. What which that is, that which, is which, which of those uh, tastes is going to win out? So that that's going to be our struggle for the next 15, 18, 20 minutes. Oh, but um, hate to struggle. Like here's that. uh, I finally figured it out. Why Tom Brady announces coming back from retirement? You know, for the last two months, but his well, his wife his wife's name is. Giselle? Sure. Is it? Yeah, something like that. Giselle, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> you know, every night they're getting ready to, you know, <laughs> knock boots a little bit. And Tom's just, you know, Tom's just a little lip, a little lip. You know, you know, she thought nothing of it for the first week or two. And then last night, you know, they go get to get after it. You know, little Tommy ain't cooperating. She finally gets out of bed, grabs her underwear, and says, Jesus! Or, I, won't, I won't use them. She says, ah, fuck, Tom, just play football. <laughs> I'm going to have to live with this the rest of my life. So I, I bet you Tommy, and little Tommy wasn't cooperating, which led to him. And then he probably fucked her like a yeah. stallion afterwards. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Really, honey? Can I? Can I? Bang! <laughs> I'm sure you figured it out. That's exactly what I, happened. I know that. That's just what happened. But how do you unretire after two months? 
Because my prediction was better. He would retire this year, and the next year he'd play for the Patriots to see if him and Belichick could win the Super Bowl after a year retirement. My prediction was better. He lasted two months because he couldn't get it up, and Giselle was sick of it. She said, you're going to have to perform, so get your ass back on the football field. And that's what happened. I know it. I'm sure. But, you know, on the last pod, I told you, there was that interview that they had on uh, ESPN where, you know, Tom was kind of alluding to the fact that he might come back and play. You know, he'd spent five weeks with, with his family and, you know, and, and he just yeah, sounded like, like, I'm like, oh, this fam, that's overrated. <laughs> that's what I was, li- I was listening to this thing going, you just, you just, you just valued your family at five weeks. No. Like, yeah, I'm done. Yeah. He says, they're living off my money. I got fucking games to win. <laughs> so, uh uh, but uh, so anyway, what else you got for us, Dave? Oh, oh God, God. Yeah. come on! All right, uh, rock the Casbah. You ooh, familiar with it? I'm somewhat familiar with it. You know the, the, the Clash. Yep, yeah, the clash. the clash. Yeah. All right. What kind of car did the Sheik drive? Oh, rock the Casbah. Rock the Casbah. Rock the Casbah. Ah. Uh, I don't know. Rolls. Peace, right there. <laughs> I'm not paying attention to my music, obviously. <laughs> you're, you're, really, you're really struggling this song, this competition. Well, right. you know, the listeners are going, well, shit, well, Mike, give him something he'd listened to in the last decade. But I, that's why I'm actually familiar with it. And you said, yeah. Well, I mean, I, yes. So, I, know, right, listen, I know the song. Listeners at home. All right. The Sheiky drove his Cadillac. He went a cruising down the ville. Okay. So it was a Cadillac. Cadillac. She drove the Cadillac. Yeah. Dang. God dang it, Dave. All right. Well, you've got one, right? You only got well, what will make it nice is when I get these right, it's it's a big celebration. So that's right, that will be the fun part. I was thinking you would I was thinking you were gonna be three and oh heading into um my uh, oh. my uptight, high and tight fastball of the night. So I, may, I might have There's to. There's another one? I might have to, because yeah, I had one, you know, I might have to. Uh, the plan was to go one a segment. The first segment we got off on a tangent and I, I forgot. So there may or may not be, you know, and after. so Spoiler anyway, alert, yeah. Yeah, so anyway. <clears throat> oh. Yeah. I can't think of uh, anything else we got going here. So. Take the floor for a second here, David. Well, um, we both were looking at, I don't know if anybody else was watching the uh, bracket show, but uh, Jay Billis, I was looking at him and I mean, I know, I don't know. I don't know how much I paid attention last year, but he wasn't looking healthy. Like he wasn't looking healthy enough. I asked you, I said, you know, is Jay Billis sick? What's going on? And so I looked it up on the internet and apparently a lot of other people had the same question because Google had a whole line of, you know, Jay Billis questions. You know, is he sick? Does he have cancer? Does he da-da-da-da? Well, apparently uh, there was one really smart, uh, smart-ass comment from somebody on there that said, um, oh, crap, and I lost it already. Basically, it said he's 50, 57 years old. Yeah, he's 57 years old. Um Lost weight. Lost weight. And has and, a bad beard. And has a bad beard. So, um, well, no, the, he's not sick, but he didn't look good. The ESPN show wasn't much help because let's see what Jay Billis' final four is. 
Gonzaga, everybody, everybody on the ESPN show has Gonzaga and Arizona in the Final Four, and everybody but Jay Billis has Gonzaga and Arizona in the championship game. Billis has Gonzaga over Kansas. There's no way it's going to be that much chalk. Let's see what Reese Davis picks. But as Reese Davis, you know, oh, he doesn't even have, yep. Gonzaga, Kentucky, Arizona. I don't know, this, there's no. Everybody has the same fucking picks. There's no way it's that way. Arizona over Gonzaga. Every almost everybody on this program has Arizona Gonzaga. I'll stake my podcasting reputation that it's not going to be Gonzaga Arizona the title game. I guarantee it. David, you can see I busted it in the fucking. There we go. There, there's the phone going on the ground. I hope that fucking thing fucking broke. Piece of fucking shit. Anyway, I know you. Yeah, have, I, yeah, I, know I don't you have, have a new. A, I, know I, you I have, have a new. Yeah, yeah, my new fuck you is that piece of shit fucking phone. Anyway, but you had a fuck you, so go ahead. I'm glad you asked, Mike. Um, my fuck you this week is to the McDonald's in Romulus, right next to the airport there, next to Metro. Okay. So we picked up Max from the airport. We went to Tropical Smoothie to get um, something to eat. And we didn't, oddly enough, we didn't want smoothies. Uh, we got a couple wraps. <clears throat> but then, you know, uh, Shelly and I, we needed our Diet Coke. So I went over to the McDonald's across the street. I was probably it was a it was a double line, right? And I was probably fourth car in the one line. Okay. It took 20 minutes for me to get through there to the point where I paid. And then Shelly, she, she was at Tropical Smoothie waiting for the food because I thought, oh, I'm just gonna go get a couple diet cokes. There weren't that many cars there. There was nobody behind me, by the way. I was the fourth car uh, before I could place my order. And I, like I said, it was 20 minutes before I paid. And then it was another seven or eight minutes till I got from the window where I paid to, to where I got my food. And they forgot the Shamrock Shake. So then I parked the car around the corner. I go in. I said, hey, I forgot my Shamrock Shake. The woman kind of sighs and so goes, uh, you forgot to order or they forgot to give it to you? Did I say I forgot to order? No, well, they forgot. Said, they you, forgot to give me my shamrock you shake. For, you said I forgot my shamrock shake, which well, you forgot my shamrock shake. Okay. Sorry. All right, but now before you pull away from the window, you don't notice you don't have the shamrock shake in your hand. I was so pissed, Mike. Fries, that in, the, I, fries Shelly, in the bag would be one thing, but you're getting the shamrock shake in your hand. I had forgotten what I ordered. <laughs> oh, okay. It's been that long. I mean, I've had Shelly call me twice. Like, are you guys okay? What the hell happened? Did you forget me? And then, then of course, I got to be a smartass. I'm like, oh no, we left you in Detroit. Yeah, we remembered our McDonald's, but we left you at Tropical Smoothie. Anyway, so I, you know, I, I pull around the corner. I go in. I say, "Hey, you didn't give me the Shamrock Shake." So she, uh, okay, and she turns around, and the 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 young person that was there, uh, get, she walks away from the shake machine, and there's literally like, it was like she was trying to put a large into a small cup. There just there was chocolate shake going all over her hands, all over everything, and so you know what 
apparently was the manager that I was dealing with, kind of rolls her eyes. What are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. And she goes down and she picks up a cup out of the dispenser and she puts it under there. She goes to do a shamrock shake. Nothing. It's vanilla. <sighs> so she sighs again with her shoulders and goes down below. And you could tell the mint, the, the package right. down below in the machine is empty. So whew, she doesn't even look at me. doesn't say, I'll be just a second, sir. She disappears into the back. I counted to 30. Fuck it. Took my receipt, walked out the door. You can have your $2.75 or whatever the hell the Shamrock Shake is. So, fuck you, McDonald's and Romulus. You are the worst McDonald's I think I've ever been to. Silence. I would have I, I I probably, probably waited it out just on principle to see if they were going to give you one. or to. No, I mean, I wanted to go home. I've, I'd already been there for near just about 30 minutes. And in a, I mean, if you're there for 30 minutes, in the fa- I could have walked in. And gotten everything faster and went and got in my car. and Right. Because there was only one person in line at the register when I went in. Huh. So what else? So you got two Diet Cokes and a Shamrock Shake. No, I mean, Max, no, we got our food. Max oh. got a 10-piece and a ten piece and fries. Okay. And right. the two Diet Cokes. But like like me getting uh, Chris Angel by the, the cab driver in Rome, I, I got to give a partial fuck you to you because there's no way you forget... Like I said, if you would have ordered two quarter pounders, two Big Macs, two large fries, and a McChicken, and the McChicken wasn't there, then I'm with you 100% on the fuck you to the... I, I still condone the fuck you to the McDonald's. But uh, the Shamrock Shake is literally out in a, the, the open, and when you get your two Diet Cokes and the Shamrock Shake's missing, before you even drive, like, oh, I bet, Shamrock Shake. Yeah, no, I, I, no, I'm too pissed. And I can't believe, if you were sitting there for 20 minutes... And you were the fourth person in line at a McDonald's. I, I would, I would think you'd be choking the person out through the drive-through window. Yeah. Well, oh, I. Yeah. I, but you, but you're I, saying you would still be. You would not forget the Shamrock Shake. Right. Uh, yeah, I agree. Twenty. Yeah. If there's four cars, if you're the fourth car, I just want to get out. And of it there. takes twenty minutes and everything. I agree with you. On, I agree with you on everything you've said. I think. She, other I, than I think it's because she had. Other she than said pulling ahead without the Shamrock Shake. I think she said when when we got the two diet she, we got the two diet cokes first and then we got the food and she said have a nice day. And I'm like, right. see you later. Right. And Idiots. again, I everything. And I'll even give you walking out because you know how you got to your time for something. Fuck that shamrock shake. I give you that, but be, be, the forgetting the because the shamrock shake is probably the, the number one thing on that order. <laughs> the, uh, of, all right, true. You left, so. I'll give you that. I'll right. give you that. So yeah, yeah. Iowa State <laughs> women just got put into the uh, NCAA tournament. Apparently, yeah, they're not very dressed up. Well, they, uh, oh, the, the, that's UT Arlington. Look at the one girl showing fucking belly. <laughs> I think that's a girl. <laughs> Mike. Is it, yes, Boy, of course She'd have beat the hell out of you, though. Both of us, probably. Oh, no, yeah, absolutely. So Iowa yeah. State's facing UT Arlington. Um, All right, what do you got? Um, well, like I said, I had no fuck you other than that phone. Because, and I don't even know, and I guess I'll give a second fuck you to myself. Is like, I don't know why I got so upset that it didn't work, because... You can edit that out very easily at the end of the segment, but it's like... Now it's not it, worth it. It's a touch screen. <laughs> now it's precious. It's a touch screen where you saw me touching the screen, oh, yeah, did you not? yeah, multiple times, yeah. 
So I was like, you know, and me throwing it probably didn't help the touchscreen for future <laughs> use. But anyway, but yeah, so that was our fuck you segment. And God, now we're up to the random questions. You know, we had two listeners for the contest, and it's my turn. I don't have, I, I'm just flat out of fucking random questions, Dave. So, I guess random question is, one podcaster do another. Yeah, I'm listening. Do we change the ending of segment three and only go random question when somebody sends one in? Or only when one of us has, hey, oh, you, you think of it during the week, you write it down, like, oh, I got a doozy. You know, would you rather blah, 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 or blah, 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 Right. Or just go with something else. So now I guess that is one of the, the random of randomest of random questions. And the listeners are like, that's no fucking random question, you drunk prick. But I have none. Send us a random question. You know how to do it. Fucking tweet us at epodffa, lazy pricks. Or ffaepod at gmail.com. Yes, that too. Or the Facebook page. Or the page. Facebook page. You got many ways to get random questions across to us, you pricks. <laughs> well, I'm, we're tired of carrying you fuckers. Don't make so, Dave and I go off on our listeners, because it's going to happen. You guys better fucking not piss us off. So to answer your random question, I think maybe that's it's time to... Yeah. Or do it once every other, or like you said, if something comes up where there's a crazy story, like the guy, I don't know how many pods ago it was, where you had the story about the guy that um, didn't have a condom, but he had super glue, so oh, he super glued yeah. his penis shut for safe sex, and, it, and maybe there's a random question off of that, like... And speaking of that... What kind of home <laughs> products do you have that would work better than super glue? Speaking of that... I was—I don't know if it was the last one or the one before that on the uh, Jesselneck Rosenthal Vanity Project, JRVP, Junior Vice President. But I thought that I honestly—I was scared for a moment, but I thought this podcast was going to be sued because one of their news stories was a Detroit man died after crashing his vehicle. Because he flew out of the sunroof, and it was determined that he was watching porn, masturbating while driving. And I'm thinking to myself, because remember I, on one of the pods I've said that you know I, on the on the dash I put up the old porn up, and you know let it play through the Bluetooth. I'm thinking this can't fucking hurt us. <laughs> His family's gonna sue us, and you know we'll be, we'll be broke before we made any money. But then Anthony. At the end of it, chimed in. He he says, "I like how Erica um, gives us stories that are five years old and acts as if they're new." Okay. And then Greg Rosenthal kind of defended Erica Tamposi, yada yada yada, whatever, but the key whatever. Aspect of it's and, five years ago. Yeah, so, yeah. It's like yeah, this pot's only two years old, so woo, <laughs> we're not getting sued because he this guy didn't take my advice. Like, hey, that's a good idea. I'm gonna put porn up on my dad. No, no, don't get me wrong. I've never masturbated while doing it. I just gotta go. I just got it pumping through the Bluetooth. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This. So, but yeah. So anyway, uh, Michael. Yeah. So that you know that you know. That's random enough as it is. I mean, that that should be a random question in and of itself, David. You know, you're getting an email from your mom, right? Oh, yeah. She's like, well, Mike, you, I don't want. Oh, Mike. 
she'll show, she'll say, I don't even want you watching TV, much less porn. Uh, Uh-oh. All right. Uh-oh, Dave. Uh. All right. This is the one, I mean, this I had this one tracked down as my strikeout pitch. I, I was going to give you a fucking something, a filthy slider down and away after you were going to get the first three. Well, you're one and two, so I think this filthy slider down the way is going to be just a nice strikeout pitch. Yeah, okay. All right. In the, you're familiar with Stairway to Heaven, I'm assuming. Yep. And my guest is the only listener of the pod that will get this is Chuck McPeak. Okay. I don't think there's any other listener that will get this one. Can I phone a friend? If, if you can get him on the line quick enough, can yes, Can I you borrow can. your phone? <laughs> um, oh, yeah, don't look up Chuck McPeak. <clears throat> Excuse me. All right. In the song Stairway to Heaven, what will the piper lead us to? Uh, if I mean, if we all call the tune, that is. You know, if we all call the tune. Uh, to... You, you actually did it better than the app. That was good. <laughs> uh, Piper, what do you lead us to? Uh, redemption. And it's whispered that soon, if we all call the tune, the Piper Piper will, will lead us, us to... to Heaven. Reason. Reason. Come on. God damn it, Dave. You're... All right. Well, you, you got my ultimate solve. Like, like I said, I don't know if anybody of our listeners is going to get that one. Because like I said, I thought you were going to be 3-0 and I wanted to stump you. And Have you been paying attention to this podcast for the last 116 episodes? Well, sober. <laughs> But I, how many how many of your questions like that have I ever gotten? Yeah, not many. Movie movie movie, <laughs> movie quotes. Or well, I, and that's what this pod's about: two friends, one trying to you know get the other to think good upon under pressure. Yeah, that's true. You know, like you like if you're driving down the Thanks, road and your car bursts into flames, I want you out alive. I don't want you fucking burning up and thinking like, oh fuck, what do I do? Get the fuck out of the car. Yeah, that's that's what I'm trying to. That's what we're. That's you're, you're right, you're, you're, Mike. You're right. You're right. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. You're welcome. God, what would I do without you? Yeah, I'd probably know. stay yeah. sober and not be embarrassed. But that's okay. That's, that's okay. Right. That's a different. Right. That's a different story. Final rating. You know what? To me, Nate at Hunters did a fine job versus Beards, or Beards did a fine job versus uh, Nate at Hunters. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a pod rarity. I think it's been done before, but very infrequently. I'm going to rate this also a 3.88 because those two beers are very fucking similar. And I like them both, so I'm going to go the beards donated by the big dog from spitting, Spilling the Nachos and Tommy, maybe, maybe not, a 3.88. It's funny that you said that. I already had, again, we try to write our yep. ratings down so we're not biased by the other person's rating. I liked it equally as well, but just slightly less. Can I do that? Yeah. It's the same but different? Yep. Okay. And I put a 3.60. Yeah, 360, 365, that's essentially the same rating, so I, I agree with you. All right, and with 165 check-ins, so the, the second most checked-in beer on Untapped of the night, uh, 3.83. 
So, uh, wow, finally I was right on with the on-tap crowd. There you go. It's a miracle. How many rating or how many check-ins did you say? 165. But Dave, alas, and now the time has come. No. What's the, uh, I did it my way. I fucked that up. I, if I would have fucking segued into I Did It My Way by Elvis, that would have been a perfect segue to the closing, but I fucked up the lyrics, so. Um, so look down at the bottom of my glass. I can see I'm out of beer. And as the late, great Stuart Scott would say, you ain't got to go home, but you got to get the heck up out of here.